0: 7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia.
1: Thank you, Greg. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the show Uh, with myself, Tabiso, and uh, Lui Kalip is the producer, Sylvester Komane, the technical producer tonight. And we are going to talk about the business of running a football club um, on the show this evening. And we'll be joined by the NetBank Cup champions, Free State Stars. They've pocketed 7 million rand after winning the tournament and they've incredibly punched above their weight at this season without a main sponsor. It's a family-run club. So how much strain do finances put on this family um, if they don't have it? sponsor and how will the seven million rand that they want for the netbank cup assist them going forward and is it sufficient for their kef exploits because they will now be playing in the kef confederation cup representing uh, well free state stars of course and and, and the country some uh, might believe we'll also speak to Stuart marcella who will also try and help us understand uh, why the likes of free state stars are struggling to attract a uh, sponsorship Stuart marcella is the uh, managing director at exp for sponsorship and marketing so he's is going to make us understand uh, why they're struggling to attract sponsorship and if you also need sponsorship for something that you're doing you don't want to miss this interview with Stuart because he always gives a wonderful insight and tips uh, as to how you can get corporate to back whatever you are doing. But first up our top stories will start off with rugby where Lions lock Marvin Ori believes that the Lions are on the upward curve after their win over the Brumbies last weekend. They needed the win at home after a dismal tour down under where they won one of four matches. The Lions have also made seven changes to their team that travel to Cape Town to face the Stormers at Newlands on Saturday.
2: Yeah, I think it's been a fantastic season. Uh, um, we've worked really hard in the pre-season as always. And um, I think we got off to a good start in the competition. We won a few games and then on tour we, we slipped up a bit. So last week, luckily we, we managed to get the win. So hopefully we're on an upward curve now
1: on the other side Thomas coach Robbie Fleck has confirmed that Bok Lok Peter Steph Dutoy has failed a fitness test he won't be available for this derby uh, Dutoy is suffering from heat exhaustion and a bout of flu after the team's shock defeat against the Sunwolves in Hong Kong meanwhile Bulls coach John Mitchell says it's important to freshen up his team and inject energy as they have had a long run without a bye John Mitchell has made three changes to his team and a positional change uh, w- uh, which sees Henry Pollard return to fly up from inside center they face a the Brambles at Loftus, and uh, Captain Bagger Ordendal also returns to the team after missing out due to injury, and that's why Henry Pollard goes back to fly half from inside centre.
2: Yes, um, we're a squad of forty. Uh, it's about growing depth. It's also uh, making sure that uh, whenever you're selected, you're you're ready, and just yeah, just bring a little bit more energy. Yeah, we've had a lot of rugby. Yeah, we're one of the teams that has gone the longest in the you know, the last eight weeks without a buy. So it's important to make sure that, yeah, we bring some energy as well.
1: And in cricket, former Titans in New Zealand, wicketkeeper Kruger van Veik has won South African cricket not to try and replace AB De Villiers, but instead he says that SA Cricket must make sure that they're able to get the best out of players like Aiden Makram and Temba Bavuma so that they can make a name for themselves and not live in someone else's shadow. So I think a lot of time we probably make a mistake by trying to label someone as as the next Makaya or the next AB, you know, and I think what we've just got to allow in our system is just allow people to grow within whom they are comfortable with being themselves. So Aiden will be different to A.B., but to get the best Aiden, to get the best timber, for them to be the best who they are. You know, um, to replace people is difficult. Different people bring different things as personality and skill and that sort of thing. So just to allow people to grow within themselves as people and as players as well. But to replace A.B. will be tough. But But you know what? In, in life, the show goes on, and, and that's what AB wants as well. So um, I'm, I'm
0: sure that team will be fine.
1: Nice one there from Kruger van Veek. I think he also went to office with AB De Villiers. And in boxing, the inaugural Southern African Boxing Convention got underway at the Berchwood Hotel in Gauteng today. The convention is part of the African Union Sports Council's Region 5's award program. The main aim of this convention is to see all boxing professional bodies aligning their programs. And in attendance uh, to in today's boxing convention were boxing professional commissions from all the 10 member countries uh, of Region 5. And Dr. Pitanga Tane, who is the chairperson of Boxing South Africa and also the Vice President of the African Boxing Union says it's important that this two-day gathering paves the way forward for boxing in this region.
2: We, as Mr. Mutoi say, we need to sell, set standard. When we say, say set standard, in 1997, in Aruba, the first medical boxing medical convention in the world, South Africa and Africa was represented by about 20 doctors that deals with boxing. Out of the 39 39 uh, resolutions on medical health in boxing that were taken at that convention in 1997, 19 were from Africa. And the funny thing is, some of those resolutions and those recommendations came up from us, but we don't practice them sometimes. And that's how we say sometimes we are bad leadership. There's bad leadership that's sometimes destroying our athletes.
1: The last one, the last story we have is football. Golden Arrows coach Clinton Larson is hoping to convince Larato Lamola and Jabulani Shongwe to stay at the club, though both players will be out of contract at the end of the month and have been linked with other clubs. I think for the last month or two she's been negotiating with them and hopefully um, we've got it right and
0: they do stay. I think they've enjoyed their stay. I think they've played. has uh, played more football now than he's played in the last three years wherever he was sitting on the bench at Vitz. At, at you know, he's he's played more football now. Uh, Lamola's has played a lot of football. Uh, I had him at, at, at Celtics and then again he yeah, had Arrows. He's done the business. I think it's eight goals, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so it's a good return from him, you know, and it could have been so much more. But um, yeah, we, 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 we're definitely looking to, to strengthen. But uh, like I said, the core of the team will be kept intact. Uh, as is per usual, players will be leaving. I can't divulge any names now, but there are certain players who I'm sure uh, will be leaving, and uh, we're
1: going to look to fill those positions.
0: 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein.
1: Thank you, and as promised, let's get to our interview with Free State Stars GM, uh, Mr. Mukwena, Just to uh, try and get an understanding of what it takes financially to run a professional club in South Africa, especially one that's struggling to attract sponsorship. We've seen season after season, clubs selling their status. There's been outrage, of course, from many. But is it really worth it and profitable to run a football club here in uh, South Africa? And we thought we should speak to the Netbank Cup uh, champions, uh, Free State Stars. And Mukwena joins us on the line. Ransi, uh good evening. Congratulations. Uh, and thank you for joining us on SAFM. Good, good
3: evening, Taviso, and uh, good evening to your listeners. And uh, thanks very
1: I was there at the Cape Town Stadium. Wonderful scenes there. The whole family so happy uh, to win the to to win the trophy. Has the party stopped now?
3: Yeah, I stopped on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you know the work has to go on. Uh, but yeah, great feeling. Um, you know, to to win a trophy, a major trophy in in twenty four years. Mm. Um, yeah, really special, special moment for us.
1: Mm, and has the 7 million rent cleared yet for winning the NetBank Cup, I beg your pardon? Has the money cleared? The prize money? <laughs> is it in the account? <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Before the game, you were quoted as saying that you will give the players 3.5 million, which is half. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, um, obviously half of the uh, the price money goes towards bonuses,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, and yeah, um, players are due for bonuses, and they'll get the bonuses as soon as the money is available. Like you say, yeah. Mm.
1: Now that doesn't leave you with much. It leaves you with half of that seven million. Will that be enough going forward, especially to participate in CAF? Have you done the maths?
3: Yeah, I think that's well. That's the big conversation happening now. Uh, uh-huh. You know, CAF. And obviously now the qualification to CAF influences the sort of player that we are looking to find. Oh. Um, you know, it changes everything. You know, it changes in terms of the quality of the player, terms, you know, in terms of squad size. Um, so it, yeah, it really speaks to uh, you know the budget for for next season. Um, mm. The mere qualification has obviously um, meant that we need a lot more than we would have needed just for pure football.
1: Mm. How does it work with KEF? Do you get any financial assistance from SAFA or from the sponsors when you take part in this tournaments?
3: I stand to be corrected, but um, if memory reasons me wrong, we took a decision in the BOG um, the clubs will be some sort of assistance. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm needed to meet with PSL. It's not something that I had too much interest in because we got qualified, obviously, for <laughs> yeah. a long time. But now that you know, is here, You know, I'm yet to have meetings with with the relevant people at the funeral to just research myself in terms of, you know, the the, the kind of assistance that's offered to clubs. I'm not too sure whether it's at um, group stages or Mm -hmm. preliminary stages. I'm not too sure. And the amounts, I'm not very sure. But um, there is some sort of assistance that I I, I do recall that there was some sort of assistance for some some Mm -hmm. clubs.
1: And and that brings me to the main question, Ranzo And I mean, how have you, as a family, been able to keep this club afloat uh, with without solid financial assistance?
3: Yeah, on a huge on budget, uh, um, it's, it's 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 really, really tough. Um, you know, a lot of a lot, a lot of the times, supporters don't really understand why we you know, we find ourselves having to ourselves in some, some of our best players, um, and do don't quite realize that Unfortunately, uh, you know, we we have to somehow try and balance the box and create a budget um, for 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 you know, the the, for the following season. And and this is why, if you look back, you know, in all the seasons, I think almost every year, every second year, there's one or two very good players that are sold off to teams in you know in Joburg with bigger pockets. Mm. Um, you don't always want to sell off players, but you know, in a in an environment where you have to compete uh, financially. Um, you know, you're bound to sell players to, to try and budget the books. Uh, you know, rather sell off one or two and keep the majority, they lose the entire status in terms of you know, bankruptcy. Mm.
1: Is this is this why in the past you've been tempted to sell the club? Because of these challenges? Of
3: course. Um, yeah, of course. Um, it, it, it's a tough business to be in, uh, particularly because... You know, you look at a, a league, like the PSL, with the 16 teams, and I think there aren't more than five, six teams with a proper, you know, uh, sponsorship. You know, even even you know wh- one of the uh, the more successful clubs in the country is it, sponsored by its owners. Mm. You know, um, if you look at, at a Sun sundown, you know, yeah, you know, if you look at a Reds, it's owned by the, the biggest group, you know, and those are the, 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 the sponsors. So it, it's also really sponsored by the owners. You know, mm. uh, you, you look at a super sport, um, you know, obviously it's owned by multi-million you know, rank company. Um, uh, you know, and then you've got two teams in t and Pirates who have the real sort of commercial partners who are pumping sales money into the two teams. And other than that, there isn't much. Mm. There's nothing in the market, you know, and, you know, it, 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 it's a conversation that's you know, we have over and over, and I, I still find it very difficult to understand why a, a a a product that is consumed by you know more than 90% of the population mm. um, struggles so much for commercial partners, um, and yet you have you know other sporting codes that aren't consumed by the majority of the, of the population, and they are fully sponsored from amateur level right up to you know stream level.
1: Mm, yeah, it's it's, it's a powerful one, and we'll we'll get into that. But there's also the monthly grant in the PSL. How much does that cover? How do, how much does that help you as a club? That money that you get every month,
3: it helps a lot. Though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know, credit to to the leadership at the PSL oh. for having negotiated negotiated you know, very good TV rights, which you know obviously are shared amongst all the 32 teams. That's including obviously the NFB. And yeah, the grant, you know, helps a hell of a lot. But you know, it's the other day I was saying, we we get a grant and we all get an equal grant, mm. okay? And then and then you have a a team that has a hundred million rent for per annum. So that means that team has got a hundred million rent more than what you have.
4: Mm. And
3: these are the people that you are in competition with. <laughs>
4: mm. You know,
3: you, you're competing with the people. Uh, you know, you're competing for the league people for cup competitions, you, you you know you play in the same on the same field, so to speak, uh, and the playing fields aren't levelled. This one, um, so they're always going to have an upper hand. Um, you know, the few that are sponsored, and, and of course the few that are owned by you know very wealthy business people. Um, so, yeah, it, it helps in that you know it covers the broader far as, you know as far as it goes. Mm. But the truth is, you know, when you're out competing for you know, signing players or buying players, you don't even bother to try and you know uh, fish in the same pond because you, you just don't have the, the the resources. You know, um, so you have to try and find other areas where you find players. It's, it's just it's just not possible. Um, and when 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 your players are approached by by these teams, um, it's almost impossible to hold on to them because, like I said, uh, this person has a hundred million grand more than what you have. Mm-hmm. Um whether or not you receive this, the same grant, you know, uh the plain just unleveled financially. Mm.
1: And I know the grant was one point five million for a long time. Is it still that? Has it has it gone up now? It's
3: two million million per <laughs> per month.
1: And then how much does it take to run a club like Free State Stars per month <sighs> <for> at <Ansemukwen>? Sure, <laughs>
3: it's a difficult one because you know, um a lot of times when you talk about running football <clears throat> um, people focus just on salaries. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe let me just paint a, you know, a, a picture for you. Um, it's, it's, it's not just players that are involved. There's players, there's admin. Um, there's you know, with the training facilities that we need to take care of. You know, there's there's other people in the background that are employed. It just stars employs, I think, it's over 60 people. Um, mm. um, uh, you can you can imagine. I mean, you know, the players eat at the at the at the, at the clubhouse every day. Um, the, you know, they provide lunch. So that tells you that the people preparing this lunch, you know, they train mm. at the facility. You know, the people looking after the facility. It it it, it, it costs money to look after this facility. Um, when you travel to go play a game, when you are playing in Polokwane on a Wednesday night, you know, it, it means you arrive on a Tuesday and you check out on Thursday, you know, and mm. you are traveling with no less than 35 people. So you do the math and terms <laughs> of you know, yeah. what the cost. Um, so really the costs are, are just crazy. Um, and, you know, without any financial assistance or without having to send a player here, yeah, and they've tried balance things out. Mm. It's really impossible to, to, to run a team
1: i know that your games are also not always on tv except if you're playing chiefs pirates and and sundowns does this also have a huge impact when you approach uh, companies or corporate looking for sponsorship
3: look things have changed a hell of a lot and it must be Um with the new tv rights you know i think we almost get an equal share of tv rights. um yeah you know it goes without saying that the two things you mentioned Enjoy a lot more, and I guess it's a case of demand mm. uh, from the broadcasters. Um, but we are on TV, uh, you know, a, a lot more than you know we were in the past. Um, I think each team is guaranteed almost a minimum of eight live matches, and it goes far beyond it. I mean, they still cup competitions, yeah. you still paying away, um, so yeah, it, 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 it's far beyond it. Um I think t- in terms of you know being on TV, mm. um, uh, you know the, the, the TV rights have, have done as well in terms of you know uh, the so-called smaller clubs. Mm.
1: And I know you've got those facilities also that you that you're building there in Bethlehem. You've also got the MTC team that you must also look after. So it's quite a lot.
3: I mean, when you go down to the youth development, um, <laughs> you know, you just now increase the cost, you know, because these coaches, these doctors, there, yeah. there's support. There's based catering, based the players. Right? So, I mean, just back on, on its own, it an entire team that needs to be looked after. Mm. And, you know, we're talking about 200 Um If you look at, I don't know if you've done your study in terms of what coaches earn in, in, in PSL, like almost like a standard mm. uh, 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 industry rate for coaches. Mm. Um, obviously, it differs from club to club, but there's almost, there's almost like a standard industry rate, uh, you know, those kind of if you and I earned that kind of money, would work for two, three years and be done. <laughs> you know, um, guys, guys are making good money, and and again, if you know, there was talk of um, our coach possibly leaving. Yes. Now, can you imagine if if indeed those rumors were to be true?
4: Uh-huh.
3: The truth is, you, I would not be in a position to try and stop him because I would not be able to afford. Some of the figures that I hear being thrown around in terms of you know, uh, a few clubs in in Joburg that are paying, uh, there's absolutely no way that I can begin to afford it, and I'm sure I speak for many other clubs mm. that are similar to or have similar budgets than uh, as we Yeah. Sure.
1: Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking to the general manager at Free State Stars, the NetBank Cup champions. They'll be playing Kev Confed Cup football next season. We're speaking to Mr. Ranti Mukwena just to try and understand uh, what it takes to to, to run a club, especially especially with a limited budget and without a, a sponsorship. And as I said earlier, I mean they've punched above their weight this season. They've done some incredible things um, on 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 the field, going all the way also to win the NetBank Cup. But it it's really really sounds like it's a challenge. If you want to join the conversation, zero eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. SMS line 40938, our uh, WhatsApp number 061
0: Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Call Tabison now 891
1: now, Ranti, I just want to read something that you said at a press conference before the final. You said, you're not sure if you want to have this conversation in front of cameras. You don't understand how football consumed by the majority of the population. Uh, yet you have so many clubs without sponsors. You've also said it on the show. And if you compare it with other sporting codes and uh, not undermining those codes, those codes, but there are some cricket teams that you don't even know what they are called, but they are world sponsored. And you, you even went further to hint that this could be political. Why, why political?
5: I just think, and
3: this is surely my, my, my opinion. Sure. Um, I just think that, I think the as, as football, and I mean, let's be honest about this, football is predominantly consumed by black people.
4: Mm.
3: And I just think that we just don't have enough representation in the boardroom where serious decisions are made in big companies. Uh, and, and and you know, it, it, it goes without saying that a white African child um generally will grow up watching cricket or rugby. You know, um versus a black child who grew up watching football. And naturally that says, you know, when that child grows up to become a marketing director of some sort of company, he's more inclined to go towards cricket mm-hmm. <laughs> or rugby in terms of sponsorship. If he to make those kind of decision. And and this is what I, I really feel. Um and you know I, I, I even took it further to make an example about a certain, you know, country not sort be of chicken, I think yes, it's yes, so yes. good that you bit your fingers after eating it. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, um, let's be honest, I mean, I've, I've not done the studies, but I can mm-hmm. tell you now, um, if all black people let to stop eating chicken, bad chicken, today,
4: mm.
3: I'm sure they would be doing other business,
4: mm. you know.
3: Um, and yet, if you look at where they are, they're all, they're in cricket and other things, no way in football, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not, like you say, I'm not undermining mining cricket or rugby. I'm sure they do a lot of, you know, marketing and other things to try and attract sponsorship. But I really, it, it baffles me. I I cannot begin to understand why. I mean, look at the final. Um, there was a spectacle. Um, ah, um, there they are people that don't support either uh, Mersburg or sisters, But I can tell you now, if you go and look at the ratings, I'm sure that game was watched by a lot of people. Um, who are giving these all massive supporters um, and that's the kind of uh, uh, coverage that football demands in this mm. country or in fact in the world. Mm.
1: And I know Jabulong Gide also from the independent newspapers did also question in one of his articles that one of the continent's biggest food retail chains largely supported by black people uh, can see nothing wrong in not sponsoring the biggest sport in the country with a predominantly uh, black following. But from your side as Free State Stars, I mean what do you do? How, how do you pitch yourself uh, to sponsors? Do you have a marketing department? How does it work from your side? We
3: have a marketing department but uh, we've, we've, we've you know, taken care further than that. We've outsourced uh the part of 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 of, of uh, you know, sponsorship uh looking for sponsors mm-hmm. um um because obviously the understanding is that you want to get specialists uh who speak the same language who who package the team and 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 and, and pitch it to potential sponsors so we've also that that department um to the specialists mm-hmm. and because clearly if we couldn't get a sponsor since um, our sponsor left us, I think, six, seven years ago. That was Bonita's. The aid sponsor. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> the biblical aid sponsor. Um, since they've left, we've not been able to to attract any other sponsorship after that. So we've, we've outsourced that. And uh, I must say, we are in, 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 in negotiations with a few um, uh, potential sponsors. And we hope that something we'll, we'll give. Because um, truth is, you know... It's very, very important. I think we've just now recently learned that I think one of the most one of the one of the more attractive teams the PSL, the mind shifted. The PSL is up for sale. Mm.
4: Um,
3: and again, what's the, what's the story? Financial constraints. Yeah. You know, and it's no secret that the sponsorship is just or whether it's what right it's cost or donated, I'm not too sure, but they'll be without a sponsor for this season unless they decide they find something in between now and August. Um, They are for sale. Can Mm. we can can we honestly afford to be losing, you know, a brand like the one I'm I'm talking about? It it Mm.
1: doesn't make sense. Mm. And and as I said um, when we started the show, that there's always outrage when people are selling and the clubs are being sold and the statuses are being bought. But if you look at it realistically and from from what you've said, I mean, it looks like there's no money to be made in football unless you are one, two, three or four clubs um, in our PSL.
3: I think a lot of football club owners um, just have got unbelievable passion. It is just passion uh, because you can't give a business case for a football club, really. Um, um, you know, a, a lot of the people that run football, it's really out, just out of love for the game and just pure passion. Um, because these are astute business people yeah. who are making, we've got serious companies making money outside of football. Um, but a, a lot of the time, they find themselves having to take the very they may they're making from outside football to come back into football, just for that beast called football to survive, <laughs> you mm. know, or a football club to survive. Mm. Um, but it, it's purely a question. I, I, I think I'll, take, I'll challenge you and take you further and say, interview, you know, four or five of the 16 uh, uh, club bosses. Yeah. and Ask them how, how many of them are making... This money, except for the top four that I uh, spoke about, yeah. you find it very looking up,
1: if any. There's one club that's already tweeted us actually um, um, uh, saying that we're speaking to you and I want to try and find that tweet but oh, yeah, they were also saying you will be so surprised how many of us are struggling um, at the moment. Oh, It says it's bad. It's not an easy task. Owners are doing their best to keep their ship going hoping one way or another that they'll get a sponsor but we are all uh, struggling and this is one of the clubs in, in, in the PSL. I just want to take a, a few calls here. Just a, um, I've got Patrick in PE who's been holding. Patrick, uh, good evening. Thank you for, for joining us on SA FM.
0: Uh, to good and good evening to answer also. Um, I, I, I hate, and I, and I, and, I, and, I, and I can see, and I, I know from I mean, the history of the city that uh, from the days of copper stars.
4: Yeah. But
0: is not partly the contribution of the fact that they all the, the smaller club are always threatening to sell, that also makes the 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 the, the company the corporates not to partner with them. Because uh, I mean, not long ago there was a. Uh, rumor that he wanted to sell the club and everything, so that also g- brings a lot of inst- instability for for the corporates to partner with them, and also I think for me, that is, so you, you can agree. Before they, our other sports like your cricket and everything, football was the, was the automatic choice for us as dead people, but I don't think the clubs after the, the other sports have come up. The club has done much, and I speak know very well that even when the club are here, for example, to play here in Portland, they don't do much to go out and to market themselves to, to the masses of the people. Mm. And that will always not, the brand of soccer will not sell itself until people start to be innovative about selling the brand to the masses where they have a choice now of other sports in court also.
1: Okay, great one, Patrick. Tato in Pretoria, will take your, your comment also. Good evening. <coughs> Is Tato gone? Oh, Tato is there, Tato? Hi, how are you? Oh, okay, new Tato. Thanks how for calling. How are you doing, Tato? Fine, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, good afternoon, Ramsey.
5: Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening. Um, yeah. Um, first things first. What I just want to know, especially um, I, I the way I see things, sometimes I believe that
0: the walk in of, uh, let's say the fans could also Increase the amount of uh, money coming into a lot of mm-hmm. clubs. You know, the fans thing has always th- has always been a problem, especially when it comes to empty stadiums. Uh, what I want to know mm-hmm. from you is: is it is it one of the main factors that tend to um, bring down the revenue of clubs mm-hmm. coming in, or is it something that's just overlooked and? Um, Let's say fans are not needed at times to boost
1: the income of uh, the club mm. ranzi, did you get that i got I got the second one I struggled a bit with the first one okay, you can take the second one. I'll remind you of the first one okay
3: okay yeah um I think correct number one, the fans make the product a lot more uh, effective mm.
4: um,
3: you know so it, it, it's saying that you know if we get more fans into the stadium. You know we are not more attractive and possibly make a lot more no, a, a bigger noise to corporates to to get involved um so yeah it, 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 it's something that it goes out saying that we need to also make you know a, a bigger effort to try and be more creative in, you know, in terms of our marketing mm. to try and get supported in, in, into a stadium that's from a stadium, a, 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 what you call the stadiums. Mm. um but also you want to remember that is, is unique in that um, you know, it's actually a funny one where you've got the TV rights, which we all want. Yeah. And to a very large extent, they also almost work against us because if you, if you look at how much TV, how much football is on TV, um, you know, it almost works against us because I think this the, the only country where you can literally watch PSL football from Tuesday right up, to, you know, right up until Sunday. Yeah.
4: Um,
3: or on TV, you know, that's how many games that you're watching on TV. Um, and though it, it, it's very good for something football for PSAs because of the TD rights and the money that they, you know, is pumped into into football, but as well when you have so much of a choice, you know, between going to the stadium, the Goal Park Stadium, watching Stars versus Admirals, or watching Casacies versus Manly Sandals at the same time, what do you do? You know. But um, yeah, we also also need to be uh, you know, a lot more creative in getting sponsors uh, supporters into the stadium. But again, I need to ask you i 'm um, already running on a two street budget.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: How much of a budget do I really have for marketing as we speak now mm. you know, um, and, and And you know you know having worked for the different companies that when times are tough, more often than not, the first budget unfortunately to go is the marketing budget yeah. you know, um, it, I think it's, it, it 's a wrong policy, but it 's a survival policy.
1: Okay, I think you've also answered part of the first question, but Patrick also wanted to find out if these threats to sell the club um are, are not contributing to the fact that the sponsors are now doubting. they're saying there's instability, there's no longevity here.
4: Well, let
3: me to say to patrick let's let's just look at the past three seasons, um, maybe even four. We had AC being sold, um, was the five banks, good for banana um you know, attracting decent crowds run by two two young businessmen, uh, the two brothers. They were sold. we um, had the just bought a status now quite recently. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know future stars were on the brink of being sold. you've uh, got now Lum Celtic on the brink of being sold. Um, so it's not a future stars thing to say anything you want to sell, no. Clearly, there's a problem here, you know, uh, where you know, football clubs are constantly, you know, swapping hands in terms of sales. Um, clearly, there's a, there's a massive problem here to say, can football really survive long-term without uh, corporate getting involved? And my personal view is that, no, it will not survive. Something drastic needs to happen um, for, for football to survive in the country because if things continue the way they are, I, I foresee a problem.
1: Okay, Rancy, we gotta take two more calls before we we wrap up. We've got people calling us. If you if you don't mind, Malisetzane in Midrand and Zondo no, in, in Cape Town. Thanks, Rancy. I'll come back to you guys after this quick break. Leading sport stories
2: of the day on SAFM.
1: Welcome back. We ah we are wrapping up with uh, Ransom Mukwana, the GM at Free State Stars, and Malisetzane in Midrand. You've been holding for some time. What's your comment? And good evening.
6: Good evening, member. Good evening, uh, Ransi. Look, member, I just you wanted do. to find out from Ramsey. I, you know, isn't it possible for these uh, teams that do not have money to enter into arrangements such as the one that at the town IS of K Child and Amsterdam Head, where you would have a big international firm owning, say, 49% of the shares and then uh, 51% being owned by South African team. I'm not actually even sure whether that, that that's still working you know, uh, whether the PSS allows that kind of a thing. But I know there was such kind of a relationship between IFK and A of Amsterdam. And uh Ransi, if you were still in based in Quark, I would say homeboy, but now you are my neighbour. Uh, but
1: congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Zondo, let's take your your comment also and then Ransa will Ransa will will answer in Cape Town. Good evening Zondo.
6: M'chaka, uh, by the way, I I think they got me wrong there. Oh, okay, <laughs> M'chaka. Good evening, M'chaka. How's it, member? How, how's it, member? Okay. Yeah. No, so from my side, I know Upra uh for a while from from this, many colleagues. Um, I was a journalist myself. Mm. And it is there's a prime example of, of staying power in the PSL, I feel like this us from awkward days, from Korkwa stand days to now. Um, also getting relegated, also coming back again, mm. uh, is a prime example. The best best example for me is the past three years when you're on the brink of being sold and you didn't have a pre-season like every other club. Yeah. And the deal collapsed. How you guys bounced back and survived and survived and no relegation threat, uh, and then to come back about two and a half years later to lift a trophy, is it's 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 something the PSL should look at. You're saying there's no case study. But if there's one case study um, that we all should look at, the basic principles of running a PSL club, Free State stars are that example. You guys travel as much as the other Limpopo clubs. People forget that you're not actually Mm. in Plum You know? Mm -hmm. You guys are far out in Bethlehem. That is far, guys. And for you guys to be traveling at least, I mean, you you play how many matches at home? Half the matches. You're traveling at least 15 times in a season, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to come back with a trophy like this. I'm not saying this is a plea for sponsors to come on board, because you, you know NGO, it's a business. You said it's a business, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I think as sponsors, you know, when there's a beautiful lady, you look there and you say, why, why has that guy got that lady? She belongs, she should be mine. But I don't understand how corporates don't behave in the same manner. where They want to attach themselves to, to a beautiful story like this one.
1: Nice one so
6: there, I, I think, Jayam, um, we've met a couple of times, but, you know, when I see you again, I think, now I'll say it in person to you and say, much respect and congratulations. May you guys continue. May you not get sold, because it is nice for us to travel and know that the country is covered in football. Great not just Joburg and Cape Town mm-hmm. and England.
1: Nice, 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 one, Mr. Thanks, yes, thanks yes. for the call. And they lose players, uh, like Rancy said. I mean, every season, people are buying their players. Rancy, let's just wrap up with that. Que- I think this was more of a comment, but there was a question from Maliseczane mm-hmm. about partnering with overseas sponsors. Is it something that you've looked at that you're willing to look at as a club?
3: I, again, I don't want to sound like a politician, but I'm tempted to sound one. Like, you know, and, and and I'm not taking a swipe at, at, uh, at all. Sure. But for how long do you want to be? Uh, what's this word I'm looking for now? Uh dominated by uh colonized. Uh-huh. For how long do you want to call that? You know, uh, we have our, our own identity James. So uh, the gentleman just spoke now is talking about the days of Park and uh, you know, the history uh of Parkwah stars. You know, you talk about an you know, Orlando Parrot, you do you really want to take away uh, the history of the Pirates and call it uh, a Chelsea Parrot in Orlando or Orlando Chelsea.
4: You mm. know?
3: Uh, 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 kaiser uh, united or many, many united kaiser you know you can't we have our own identity as as afghan football and uh, i i don't it's something that i'm sure we would look into if it makes sense particularly from a point of view where we share ideas we share you know the you know the, this this uh, student exchange where our coaches go there for for you know coaching camps and players go there and get exposure in terms of trials and possibly be playing in Europe in the bigger leagues of Europe, but that's not to take our identity away. It's that's just to grow the game to say, you know you know learn from other bigger leagues how they're getting right mm. without losing your identity though.
1: Mm. Ransi, I was gonna let you go, but I have to bring in Chief Tidiella. He's called us and he wants to say something to you and we have to honor that. Chief and uh
5: no No, just a comment. I think Ranze covered it very well. Mm. Uh but Mohot, I don't want you to go to Africa. <laughs> you know, you know Taka. You know since all the South African teams, right? The year Chiefs won the Mandela Cup. You know, the following year, they didn't qualify for the top eight.
1: Uh, I look know at Platinum.
5: Uh, look at this. Yeah. Look at Supersport, how they struggle. I, I think there's something that we need to do this. Africa thing. Yeah, i You know, when Black Leopards got relegated the year after they did well in Africa. So, you need to plan very carefully how Yeah, But the main thing I wanted to say was just say congratulations. Or oh, you know, we are very proud of your achievement. And the hardship, and I'm saying this because I know the location of your club and my one. It's similar, and the hardships oh. that we face, they're very similar. And most importantly, like keep
1: it up, Chief. You, you, you pack your stadium. We've seen it. You pack your stadium. Are you still? How are you still struggling to attract sponsorship when you pack your stadium there in Toyando?
5: Well, I think Ran covered it. He spoke. The people who signed the checks are certain particular people. It's not even about what you can do. Ah. It's about who's got the power and who's got the chequebook.
1: Sure, there you have it. Then from somebody who picks the stadium week in and week out, and is why, also Why? Struggling.
3: Why? 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 Why you go cheap the line? Let me like also say to you, uh, my brother, I wish you well. Um, you are a few games away from you know gaining promotion. You guys have done exceptionally well. I think in the five years we've been uh, NFD four times. You've
4: mm-hmm. qualified
3: for playoffs. It's about time we do something about it and, and, and you know take that jump step into the Premier League. Mm. I'm not looking forward to the trip to venda,
1: but Nandemans, my brother, and she was. <laughs> okay, nice one, nice one. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you. Chief. Thank you for calling us. We really appreciate it. And Rancy, thank you very much for being able to speak to us openly about this matter. There is so much reaction here, and I want to leave you. I don't know if it's a bit of good news, but we, I got a message from Velil Lambuli. He's been listening to us, and he says that you're going to get one million rand before the preliminary stage, and then another one million if you qualify for the knockout stages.
3: <laughs>
1: and Vanilla is never wrong, eh?
3: I, I'm calling the question. I'm to answer the question yeah, You want know, you
1: know, <laughs> Okay, now <laughs> but, it's out there. But,
3: but, <laughs> but listen, thank you very much for the, the opportunity, and I really, really enjoyed your your, your interview.
1: Thank you, thank so you, Rancy. I
3: want to continue. Let's hope that uh, something will come you know, for, for football.
1: Thank you, thank you, Rancy. Send our regards to everyone, and our congratulatory messages to everyone at the club once again.
0: Thank you. Call Tabi So now 0891 104 207.
1: Okay, we're going to wrap up now with a conversation just with an expert in this field. And of course, after our show, uh, Mr. Ashraf Gara up next with The Viewpoint. But right now, as we wrap up, we're going to speak to the managing director at EXP. It's a sponsorship and marketing company. His name is Stuart Masela. He's been involved in football a, a, a lot and is the man that's been credited actually with turning around the fortunes. And I'm not using that word lightly of a certain Jabu Masangu, a.k.a. Jabu Pula, who posted his new wheels on social media today. Uh, doing very well for himself Uh but Stuart, Stuart, good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM. Good evening, Tabisa. Good evening to
7: listeners.
1: I know that you've been listening to the conversation that we've had with Ranzi and uh, even Chief Tidiela also called us towards the end. Are the sponsorship playing fields level here, uh, Stewart, when it comes to soccer, cricket, rugby and uh, the other major sporting codes in the country? Gen- the, the,
7: the, generally, Tabisa, the sponsorship environment has changed. Significantly and drastically over the last couple of years, and as as Ramsey said, you know, in his in his interview, um, marketing is one of the places that suffers when when, when times are tough, which then requires a place the heavy burden, you know, on, on, on people that are, are are sorting and seeking seeking sponsorships, uh, and the people that obviously are, are pushing it out.
1: Hmm. So so wh- why? Why is football failing to attract the sponsorship when it's the most watched sport in the country?
7: I think it's a double edged sword. The first the one, uh, Ranti spoke about earlier, to say there's, there's there's a whole lot of 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 of, of football on television, you know, mm. and as a result, what what then that becomes is that becomes. Seen as a, as a wallpaper, you know, um, to me and you and, and a lot of the people that are that are that are watching. If if we if we all go and 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 watch, let take this away to Derby. Yeah. You know, we probably all will just see just the Vodacom uh, activations. Uh-huh. You know, but people will only only just be interested in 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 the football, and they forget that there's there's a the lack of who are uh, all of the parrots, uh sponsors, yeah. there's a lot of other, lot of other sponsors in the space so so the the teams and the clubs need to help their friends to come to the fore, especially when it comes to to big games because it 's only via big games that people are able to to judge them judge them from friends do they have friends you know uh, that they need to talk to? Yes, I know that you spoke about. About 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 black leopards earlier, yeah. but I think black leopards conversation would become would become would become easier because then it ticks the the one part that says always have a full stadium. Mm.
1: So, do do our clubs know how to sell themselves uh, from your experience, Stuart, or how to market themselves properly?
7: I, I think that's, that's 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 the the the, the, the biggest uh, mistake is that clubs don't um, spend adequate amount of time on prospecting. And, the, and, and, and you would know they will do that because at the end of the day they are focused on the what's happening in the four in between the four lines, you know, in mm-hmm. the game. So you can't blame them for that because they have to survive. But they need to get the right kind of people to, to, to assist them to do the prospecting. So I will give you a, a simple step, Tabiso. You know, globally around around in football football gets the, the the biggest biggest piles of sponsorship is mm-hmm. that you either have banking and financial services, you've got telecoms, you've got vehicle manufacturing, you've got alcohol and beverages and the apparel. Those are the five categories of people who actually spend a lot of money in sponsorship. The one thing that clubs don't do right is that a club will, will, will go for example, I remember when I was still at APSA, you will get a proposal at a club that talks about pouring rice. And pouring rice for me goes to a Coca-Cola or a Pepsi. You know? Mm. So those simple things that they don't make the proposition to the potential sponsor um, attractive enough for them to to understand. So let's take this example again and go back and say in banking, you've got the likes of Capitech, Standard Bank. Those are not involved in local football. Why? You know? Mm. And I'm sure they would love to use the experience. You go to telecoms, sell Actually, not anywhere around local football. You, know, you you go to vehicle manufacturers, the Mazda, the BMWs, the Macs. They 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 know, and globally, those guys are involved, which means they do understand what sponsorship does for them. The clubs and the teams need to be able to speak to them better.
1: Well, some of the clubs don't even have marketing departments from what I've, I've experienced personally. And even Ransi said they've got a shoestring budget and, and if, if they have to cover somewhere else, marketing is the, all, is the first one that they sacrifice. Is that, is that suicide that they're committing?
7: That, 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 that's the Let, Let's use, let's use a, different, a different brand, Coke. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is not meant to do marketing. But Coca-Cola spends a lot of money on marketing. That's, that's the stuff. The wow. clubs need to invest in marketing. That's the most basic stuff. They need to invest their time in marketing. They need to make sure that they also understand all their sources of income. So, in a conversation with Ramsey, for example, earlier on, you know, and rightly so, from player sales, they they, they make some of their money. You know, yeah. from the TV rights that the, the league has, has done, they make their money. Sponsorship, they're not making money because they're not getting sponsorship. But outside of sponsorship, you know. Art Labs generally don't look into merchandise, uh, mm-hmm. ticket sales, because ticket sales it's, it's about the number of fans that come to stadium. So those are some of the revenue that clubs globally are focusing on because you cannot keep relying on sponsorships because we all know that when times are tough, marketing is the first one that, that suffers. But football fans will always be there for the team.
1: And I know the fans have been complaining. Fans, yeah? Sorry, Stuart.
7: The fans will sacrifice... Their time and their money to come and watch your team, but the fans also don't like it when you move stuff around. you are not around, and also you're not making their heroes accessible to them.
1: Yeah, and it's
7: sad that you. It's 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 very sad that you. Because why would they then come? Then they might as well sit at home and watch on TV.
1: I'm reminded of a conversation we had with some Chiefs fans and they've been complaining for the past four years that they don't have membership cards. And and for them, a membership card is like a loyalty. It's it's, It's like it shows that you belong to this organization. They're so proud to carry those around and they say they've been calling the club, they've been raising this for the past four years and these membership cards are not being sorted out. And it might seem like a small thing to others, but to the fans, it means so much that they can go out publicly and say, here's my membership card, I'm a proud supporter of Amakosi. But talking about fans, Stuart, we've also witnessed some ugly scenes in our football in recent times, the violence at Loftus last year, the violence at the FNB Stadium and the horrific scenes at Moses Mabida. How much damage does this do to the sport also?
4: It, it,
7: it, it does a whole, lot of, a whole lot of damage. That's why all the time uh, the, 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 the teams uh, and, and the right holders need to always have a, a, a strategy in terms of reputation and be responsive in terms of what's happening. You no, know, when, when, when stuff happens, you, you can't just wish it away. When when things go wrong you need to be able to go and, and, and address it as, as soon as possible and, and get it out of the system because remember, this is this is people's passion. That's that's the difficulty. So so you need to be able to address that passion. You you talk about you talk about, about, about KZC for example and, 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 and the membership cards. I mm. remember when I was still at Super Sports, you know? Mm. Uh, it's it's another source of revenue. That the clubs are not looking at because then then, then they could be uh, having the revenue, but not only the revenue, but then you're able to have serious conversation with your own fans. You know who they are. They know who you are. They know how to the people to to talk to. There's a channel that 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 that, that works for the club. So those are the things that they, they need to look into. And 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 yes, if you look historically in South African football, there's always been sponsors. The likes of Total, the likes of Panasonic, the likes of Telefunken. They've always been there. I think. At some point, teams have taken it for granted that they will always get sponsors. But it's like any other investment. I think you, they need to do some prospecting and, 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 and a lot of hard work. But sponsors are there. Um, I'm, uh, people shouldn't see it as, as, as there the, are the no sponsorship at all. Yeah. Yes, there's the struggle. Yes, there's a historical uh, 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 challenge that we have, but they're there. You, 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 you have the uh, Cape Town City come out and, 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 and have an international. Partner,
1: you know, partnerships are there. It's just the prospecting needs to be right. Christoph, Stuart Marcella, EXP Managing Director, they're sponsorship and marketing company. We just thought we should just give you a call just to get some insight and maybe just to get uh, some advice out there to the clubs on what they need to do. I'm sure we'll have you again on the show because I still want to talk about player image rights and so many other things when it comes to this sponsorship and, and marketing. But thank you for being able to join us this evening on SAFM.
7: Thanks, Titi, and I and, and enjoyed
1: the show very much. Thank you very much there, uh, Stuart uh, Marcella. And where's that tweet that I wanted to end off with? Someone says, you've got to love Chief Tidiela saying, don't go to Africa because Batu, Baloyana. What an advice. <laughs> but I think with good planning and preparations all will be well for Free State stars and so much reaction can't go through everybody's tweets but uh, thank you for being uh, part of the show Stuart Marcella is on Twitter those that are asking uh, S Marcella at S Marcella that's his Twitter handle and as I mentioned up next Mr Ashraf Gada and the big hitter tonight is none other than uh, Tony Leon the former DA leader between 8 and 9 so you don't want to go anywhere um, after this uh, show and there'll be more sport in the morning with Brett Brown on on Sunrise with Steven Rotes and uh, also any suggestions uh, for the show always email a cool chick Uh, she's on uh, spot at at safm.co.za and my name is Tabiso Musia